You know, there's some things I forgot to tell you guys, and they're really important. Number one, he hates bright lights. We know that. But you've got to keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. And whatever you do, don't give him a bath. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. It's not Christmas. Why are we doing Gremlins? Because it's Gremlins. No, we're doing Gremlins because we really want to do a Gremlins 2 watch along with our guest today, Kitty. Hey, guys. But we wanted to cover Gremlins first. Well, it just makes sense. You can't do one without the other. Not in this Not in this series. Yeah, we didn't do Friday the 13th Part 2 and 5 and just never cover the first one or the third one or fourth one. <laughs> not in this series. So do you want to start with your Nick Cage update? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lay it on me. No, this is a good one. I, I've done. I run out of negative things to give you. All right. Tell me what you got. I took his top 10 reviewed movies from Rotten Tomatoes. Live action. I took out the animated ones. Because I think number two was the Spider-Man movie. Oh. Yeah. Which he's, you know, he's great in. Spider-Man Noir. Yes. And he was great in it. But I just took the live one. So I wanted wanted to read you the top 10 to see if if you agree with this. Number 10. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Of course. Which you call the awesomeness of being Nicolas Cage. Well, same thing. Number nine, I finally got it on a list. Peggy Sue got married. Yay. Number eight, Raising Arizona. Number seven, Mandy. Number I'm, six. I'm nodding along. Number six, yes, yeah, audio. Number six, Leaving Las Vegas, which we both agree is. Yeah. Eh. Number five, Adaptation, which I've never seen. I have not either. Number Often. four, Moonstruck. <laughs> Number, Number three, four. Face Off. Face. It's his third best reviewed movie oh. of all time, Face Off. Number two, Red Rock West. What is this movie and why does oh, it keep these coming These are the up? best reviewed movies? Of all time. I thought you were yeah. just naming Nicolas Cage movies I like. No, these are the top ten reviewed movies by Rotten Tomato score of all time. Were Red Rock West. Were you supposed to do an intro? That was the, I did, what do you think oh. you listened to? Yeah, but with the welcome thing. to Scare Value. Oh yeah, this is Scare Value. Yeah, I popped in and said, why are we doing Gremlins? Okay. <laughs> that was the intro. Number I'm one. I'm with her early. I don't want to get yelled at later. Number one. You won't. Pig. I've seen we half really got to watch movie. Pig. <laughs> I've seen half of it. It was good. What is Red Rock West? It is, I'm going to guess, a Western. <sighs> I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's, it keeps popping up on these lists all of a sudden. But because it's red, it's um, somehow Japan is involved. I only did this so I could finally get Peggy Sue Got Married on a list. Oh, that's what me. That is fair. It's been a while. I love Peggy Sue Got Married, and it just never ends up on one of his top ten lists. I finally found one it was on. Okay, a new Nick Cage update. Before we sat down, we were waiting to record. I saw a, a trailer came out for his next movie called something. Ooh, I heard about that one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's something about dreams because the plot of it is, Pete, I think it's a movie made specifically for you. Nicolas Cage plays a guy who suddenly starts appearing in millions of people's dreams. You wish that would happen. Wait, it's not for the rest of you fellas? I didn't wait to look. Did you write this script? Maybe. This seems like a passion project for you. It could have been if I had any ability to write. Okay, Gremlins. Gremlins. We all watched it last night. Yes. Some of us trying at the same time as the other. <laughs> well, look, how dare you use your account? Especially that early in the evening when you know we have early bedtime. I figured I was going to get it done okay. before you started. I was only five minutes away from being correct. I got kicked off the thing. Five minutes left. <laughs> I did write down a bunch of stuff that I can zip through real quick that's not. That's just <laughs> covering the movie. I know you guys won't let me do it, mm-hmm. but we're going to try it anyway. Gremlins was released on June 8th, 1984, same day as Ghostbusters. I, when I was two. That's, we were five. No, you were, you were two days away from being five. You could have gone for your birthday, your fifth birthday, and seen Ghostbusters and Gremlins. Ooh. 
I didn't do either of those things. <laughs> That's true. It was directed by Joe Dante, who had directed Piranha and the Howling. He did a bunch of other stuff, too, that I liked. He also directed Piranha and the Howling. But there were other ones, too. I didn't write ones too. down. Yeah, I know. You're really getting through this. Written by Chris Columbus, who directed Adventures in Babysitting, Home Alone, Mrs. Doubtfire, and the first two Harry Potter movies. I knew those. He also wrote The Goonies. Ooh. I know. They're not all, they're not all great. Music by Jerry Goldsmith, who won an Oscar for The Omen before this. And it was executive produced by Amblin Entertainment. That's Steven Spielberg, director of Jurassic Park, Jaws, Indiana Jones. Frank Marshall, who produced Poltergeist, which I know that that looks at you. And Kathleen Kennedy, best known for ruining Star Wars. That's why this movie is so good. It's got the the smackerel of Poltergeist in it. That's, is that why? It does a little bit. Yeah, I know. This is like the good version of that. That, okay. that, 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 that Spielberg's sheen that's one step away from Spielberg. Because he didn't direct it. So it's, it's, yeah. It stars Zach Galligan as Billy Peltzer. Hoyt Axton as his father, Rand. And Phoebe Cates as his love interest, Kate. Supporting casts include Judge Reinhold, who just disappears in the movie. Judge Reinhold. Yep. <laughs> Corey Feldman as Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a dog named Pete in Monster Squad. And there's a child named Pete in this. Pete's a popular name. There's and always a Pete around. Jonathan Banks is the deputy. I was going to say. Yep. And Dick Miller, who starred in every single Joe Dante movie. He was the uh, guy who hated foreigners. Murray Futterman. Yes, the guy who hated foreigners <laughs> so very, very much. I was really sad when he died. He did not die. He's in the second one. Spoiler oh, it looked alert like he for died. Kitty. They, I was, she thought he died. They, I thought so, too, when I watched most when every time I watched it. When you first watched it, I hadn't seen it since I was little. So. And I, you know, I knew in the second one he comes back, so I knew he didn't. But there is a throwaway line in here that the Futtermans are the ones that called the police. So oh, I didn't catch it. Yeah. I was listening for it. Gizmo was voiced by Howie Mandel, noted hypochondriac. And Stripe was voiced by Frank Welker, who voices Scooby-Doo and Fred Jones in the Scooby-Doo show. Yep. And there were two best boys. I know. Oh, no, no. I, don't you, ruin you, that. You, you ruined it. You don't think I have best boys written down? You haven't yeah. been doing it lately. I, I, we'll get I to best boys later, then. All right. What are your memories? Because Kitty didn't watch this since she was a kid. So, lay it on us, Kitty. What do you remember about Gremlins from when you were two years old? <laughs> I didn't watch it then. I remember Phoebe Cates. I remember the gremlins liking the popcorn okay. and, like, throwing it everywhere. Um, honestly, I don't remember a lot. I remember being scared. That's what you told yeah. me going into this. I was really scared And at the, the beginning, somewhere at the beginning of the movie, you said, are people going to die in this one? Because <laughs> I didn't remember. And I believe you followed that up with, I don't want to be scared. Yes. <laughs> well, I never want to be scared. And then almost immediately after, I don't think it was right at the beginning. It was, like... The professor was like looking for the one gremlin. So then immediately after I asked that question. Do you think professors work at high schools? They could. <laughs> there is a, you know, there's a professor or a doctor that is the principal I of Fred's middle school. Th- so. That actor auditioned for Star Wars and later found out it was for Han Solo. And, and George Lucas considered <laughs> casting him as Han Solo but thought that the interracial relationship was not something that the world was ready for. Yeah. Is that true, or is George Lucas trying to give himself credit for things many years past the part? I don't know the answer. I, well, to that. George Lucas uh, had was fine with a brother kissing his sister. So. Open mouth kiss. Yes. Well, yeah. So Incest sure. is you know, accepted now, right? Now, they didn't know they were brother and sister, so this would be like Pete making out with one of his many family members he doesn't know, and they pop up every 20 years. You. Yeah. That's uh why are we well, doing this? Uh, hey, you had a real Luke situation. 
Um, I'm trying to remember what I remembered. Spike. I'm trying to drink. Again, of course. Before and now during the podcast, you've both referred to him as Spike. His name is Stripe. (laughs) Oh, we call him Spike. (laughs) Yeah, he's Spike now. Canon. Yes, Chief Marsters plays him. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not Frank Welker. I don't know where you get your information from. But that's an apology for another day. Wiki- Wikipedia. <laughs> that's where I get my information from. That's where I got from. everything from. Hey, you know what I learned from Wikipedia? Dog the bounty hunter once bailed Nick Cage out of jail. Well, you know what I got from Wikipedia? What? That the actor that played the professor uh, auditioned for Star Wars and later found out it was maybe for Han Solo, but uh, George Lucas was unsure if he wanted to push the interracial relationship. What did you learn, Kitty? From Wikipedia? Yeah. Lots or in general. Things. And je- I do have something in general, but I can't remember. What's the site where they have all the weird... Uh, Porno. No. But yes. Eh, it's got weird stuff on there. <laughs> I, I'm not usually there. Um, what's the site where they have all the weird uh, terms for things, like a snowplow and... Oh, uh, 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 Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. About, right? Yes. I found out what cheese tits are. Well, don't leave us hanging like those cheese tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess it has something to do with Wisconsin. <laughs> no, actually, no. It's uh, when it's frequently when women lose weight, there's a lot of loose extra skin, and it looks like there's some curdling happening. So it's related to cottage cheese, and that's why they call them cheese tits. I was looking because, well, I was talking to Tex, and we we're sending each other boob pics, as we do. And I found one where people had slapped craft singles on their boobs. And I didn't know if it was a thing. I remember people were throwing craft singles at babies for a minute. That was a thing that happened on the internet that I was aware of. You're regretting. No, I'm just, I'm just amazed <laughs> that, like, I feel like we're the ones that always take it off topic, and then you get mad at us for going off topic, and we are into a whole new world of cheese tits. <laughs> you asked me what I've learned. I didn't ask you that. He asked oh, Okay, me. well, it's really him that went off topic. That's, that's true. Back to Gremlins. I'm just trying to think if I've ever gone as off topic as cheese tits before. <laughs> I'm sure we have. Pete, what's your memory of seeing Gremlins when you were younger? I remember loving how Stripe melts. The ending Spike. scene... When Spike melts <laughs> and he becomes Stripe for a hot minute before he... Ooh, that's a hot minute I've used two times in a hot this minute. podcast. That's what she said. Oh, nope. boy. Nope. <laughs> We're getting good. I like it. But that's what I remember. It's him melting at the end, just stuck out. And Gizmo riding around in the um, convertible, the little RC car, because that is kid bait, right? Like That's true. It's made for children. This was one of two movies, along with Temple of Doom, that basically caused the MPAA to create PG-13. Yeah, I don't remember the story. So, do you know it, Kitty? Steven Spielberg suggested to them that they create a, a middle no ground because it was too scary for kids. They thought it was too scary for kids, little kitties <laughs> that are scared by <laughs> gremlins. And it is a little more intense than a PG PG should be. Although I think it now by modern standards it isn't, but I could get no. that for It's just like Temple of Doom, there's a heart ripped out and stuff. So Spielberg said, "Why don't you just create something?" In between, it lets parents know you should be a little older kid. And this was one of the two movies that kind of pushed them in the direction of saying, all right, we're going to create a PG-13. What I did like about it, and probably it's kitty-friendly because of this, is you didn't see a lot of, like, now, almost every movie, even if it's PG-13, you see, like, gore. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of, like, people bleeding all over the place, and you see their faces while they're screaming. And, like, this one, the... I don't know. There wasn't anything. We, we the watched guy Stripe the... dissolve and his skull dissolves and he turns into goop. And we I watched said, 
people. Oh, right. <laughs> Gremlin is okay, though? Gremlin's fine. Mm, racist. Speciest. There you go. Movie takes place in Kingston Falls, I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote down Kingston Falls. I appreciate that we all turned to you and go, all right, what are we talking I know about? People can't see that. but uh, <laughs> All the heads swivel, like or, or the raptors in Jurassic Park. Kingston Falls, beautiful town. Yes. That is small town USA, definitely a Christmas movie. It opens with Christmas songs. Oh, well, it opens in Chinatown, but the credits are over Christmas songs. And did you notice that there's a Wizard of Oz storyline just right out in the open of this movie? The evil woman who's going to get the little dog. I did oh. not catch that. Not I couldn't unsee it. Bit. I don't know how I never noticed it before. It yeah. is the same exact thing. You're smart. Thank you. 100%. Jumping, you said Chinatown. That is what I remember as a kid, and I think that made me think that's what all Chinatowns are supposed to be. So anytime I went to the Chinatown in a new city, I was kind yeah. of disappointed. You were looking for a store. I was looking for a store basement. that sold... Yeah, gremlins. It's I wanted me a little bit of everything. Yeah, one thing about the, the it's not a gremlin, it's a mogwai. It becomes a gremlin after after it eats hey, after midnight. Did Furbies rip them off? Probably. I think a lot of things ripped off the gremlins. Well, I mean, it looked like a goddamn mogwai. The mogwai. Nobody in this movie reacts to this thing the way a normal person would react to seeing something that is utterly impossible. Yeah. <laughs> a brand new species. I have yes. it pointing at my notes because I wrote You're it You're pointing down. at your dick. Yeah, I was thinking that. That's where I write things down. It's a brand new species. <laughs> it's a brand new species. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I have to I have to keep watching Pornhub to keep the space needed to write what I need all my notes for gremlins. When the father does it, I'm like, that's weird. When Billy does it, that's weird. It's when it's when uh, Corey Feldman walks in and he's like, what's this? Like, my new pet is like, it's cool. And I'm like, no. The police? <laughs> it has human hands. It has human legs. It speaks. <laughs> what do they think it is? Don't the, know. The utter lack of curiosity by the people in this town. It's, it's amazing. They're all fine with it. Well, it is a small town. So. I never questioned it as a kid. I didn't either. I didn't question it until I was 44 years old and I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. I feel Same. like if somebody showed me that, I would probably, I would at least have a question. I'd probably beat it with a stick. Yeah, I was thinking I'd throw it across the room. So the rules. <laughs> he the, just like jerked his head back. <laughs> I'd feed it after midnight. Yeah. You know you well, that's the thing. The rules are don't feed it after midnight. Don't get it wet. Don't expose it to light, especially sunlight. They break two of these rules in the first night. Yes. <laughs> so good job, guys. Good the, job, Peltzer. The timeline of that movie is very quick. Also, did you notice the complete lack of accountability? No one seemed to feel bad that they had caused the Oh, no, no. It the never people. comes up. They're like, I think the father half-heartedly is like, well, I'm real sorry I tried, but... Mm. If you trace it back to whose fault it is, it is Corey Feldman's fault. He's the one who drops water on the gremlin in the first place, on Mogwai in the first place. I think it's that little kid who sold the Mogwai in the first place. Here's a question. Is Billy Peltzer's relationship with Corey Feldman above board in this movie? Because there's a big age gap, and it seems to be his only friend. It was weird. Yes. He's clearly 20. <laughs> At least, yeah. right? And that yeah, I kid, think he's older. Knowing Corey Feldman's history and everything that happened. Is this a Michael Jackson story? Well, no, no. The scene where Zach uh, Galifianakis takes his shirt off there in the room with Corey Feldman when he invites him up because I think he had uh, the blender hadn't gone wrong, making yeah. the orange juice. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that Galligan? Z- okay. Zach I'm, I'm, Galligan. I, okay. Yeah, I know. I was going to oh, point it out. Oh, I see what out. I did there. Yeah, you did. But, but yes. That was a young Zach Galifianakis in this movie. He looks a lot different now that he's aged. Yep. But... He was in that scene. He it's was, a new species. He, he took his shirt off, <laughs> and it was weird to have him there with Corey Feldman. Yes. With to your point, with this, it was. I said he never buttoned his shirt either. I didn't notice that. I guess I just like shut down and yeah. said, "Oh, this is acceptable." One of my favorite things. 
for some reason, his father is the narrator of this story, despite not being around for almost the entire story. That bugged me. Yeah, it's a, I it's was a like, Halloween. How girl. does he even know this story? It's a uh, silver bullet situation. Exactly. Where? Why are you narrating this movie? Mm-hmm. You're not. You're well. His father's a bad inventor who just comes home with all these gadgets. And I thought, you know, he's terrible at his job, but it kind of would be cool if your dad was always just bringing home like things like that, or if he came home at all. But the father seems like pretty depressed. No, he's like optimistic he's about his it. nonsense. No, I he think he seems he's... to hover. I agree with you. Yeah, there, kid. he's he, just he like switches back and forth yeah. between like oh, one, but he bounces back quick. One big mm-hmm. setback happened, then he's bounced back. But that's just covering. It's hustle. those people who are depressed that always look like they're not depressed. You know, he's just covering it up. But because he's our narrator. I understand now his lack of accountability at the end because he wasn't there for anything that happened. He just came back and saw this town kind of destroyed. It's not, yeah. He doesn't intellectually understand that this was his fault. So he's an unreliable narrator. So maybe none of this happened because he's not there for any well, of it. His story, as near as I can remember. Maybe the Asian guy like got him high on something and he just passed out. No, I think he, he should wake up in that store. Maybe. Is it two separate movies we have going on here? <laughs> this is a Jacob's Ladder scenario. <laughs> It could very well be, because his story is, he brought this thing home first, kid, gave it to him, then he went out on the road, and he sold stuff to guys at gas stations, he was on that, that convention that he went to, which, I love the updates, just randomly throughout the movie. Did you notice in that convention, when he calls home, there's a, a model of the time machine from 1960s, the time machine, and then when it cuts back, it's gone? That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that. The background stuff had a lot going on. Yeah, but- there was a lot. That was funny. Barney is the dog, played by a dog named Mushroom. I have I love that, that note, too. so cute. I, I want to name a dog Mushroom. Why did they change the name? Mushroom's know. a better name than Barney. Yes. Uh, the, uh, what's her 100%. face? What was the name of the Wicked Witch of the West? Oh, uh, Athelba or something like that. No, not the real one. No, no, the one in, the in this movie. movie. In, in Gremlins. Oh, well, it's, there is uh, the real one, but you know. Mrs. Deagle. Deagle? Deagle. Deagle, I, okay. I, Oh, yeah, because Stripe... Is that correct? Kept saying Deagle. Yep. He also said Billy. Billy. Gizmo. <laughs> These are all really good gremlins. <laughs> Frank Wilker's here. I'm legitimately scared. Yeah. The, the gremlin design is incredible. <laughs> and now we're 40, almost 40 years past it, 39 years past it. It looks incredible. I love when they're all running down the street. It was the best. <laughs> I agree. It was the best. It was the best. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Ripping yeah. through the screen is fantastic for me. Yes. Anytime the grim. Oh, sorry, Kitty. I think one of my favorite parts is when he messes with Deagle's chair yes. and she gets launched out. <laughs> and the cops are just like, huh, <laughs> that's old lady Deagle. The over-the-top violence that the gremlins bring. Mm. Comedic violence. Comedic violence, yeah. of course. It's well, cool. when the uh, professor there at the high school died, that was not very funny. It's true. No. I mean, I laughed a little, but good for the gremlins. Well, there was a degree of payback in it because he had that needle sticking out of his butt. Oh, yeah. After that, he had drawn blood. clearly was yeah. vengeance. It was vengeance. So they remember what life was like before they turned into gremlins. I never considered before the metamorphosis. Yeah. So those those cocoons are great, too. It's good yeah, effects so work. Weird. They're creepy. creepy. They look like alien, obviously, and they, it works. It still works. Yeah. The, and like you said, those the gremlins, just the facial movements on them are yeah, they look so great. frightening. Yeah. The, when they get close up with them, that's when it shouldn't work, and it's when it works the best. That's where CGI Although, fails. except for running down the street, because that was hilarious. 
<laughs> I don't know how they did it. I'm not sure they remember how they did it because it I looks so silly, but it's great. Bunch but it's of supposed puppets, to. I assume, in the front and then in the background, just like people. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. Um, so Judge Reinhold is in this movie briefly. He was previously with Phoebe Cates in the most famous scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Well, he's whacking off in the bathroom when she's get imagine her getting out of the pool and, and taking her top off. Nothing happens to him in this movie. He's clearly a bad guy. He gets no repercussions. You see him in two brief, tiny scenes in the middle of the movie, but he does no payoff. It's it's very strange. Well, we can hope he dies, and then that that's the one with the, the is he the banker assistant he's, banker. He's, uh, he's the guy that, in case you didn't get, he's pretentious. He literally orders James Bond to drink at that local bar. <laughs> he orders a martini shake and not stirred. Yes, I thought it was really good writing actually to that. to be like I know everything I need to know about this guy. Stripe, before he's turned into a gremlin, when he's still a mogwai, bites Pete. And it made me think, he bought this unique animal no one's ever seen before. Never asked about diseases. Never asked about <laughs> shots he might want to get. So I'm going to assume, because I didn't think about this, Pete also just disappears in the movie. I'm going to assume that like he died of, <laughs> of some kind of a poison that was put into See, him. See, I think he lives because they have that shot of him with his, um, you know, cutting the one gremlin down. From the lights and everything, and oh, that's true. Using yeah, when, his slingshot yeah. to knock him off the roof. But it's, it does it does a lot of silver bullet things. It introduces all these characters, and then like they really don't, they don't do anything with them. No, it's weird. They do get back to the Futtermans though, so that you can see that he's kind of abusive to his wife. <laughs> I, and she's she, just rolling with it. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> she's like, he's like, I think he's about ready to get up and punch her in the face over the TV, and she's like, you're sitting on it, and she's like, ha, ha, ha. and I'm like, I don't know, get out of this house, man. I like when the TV comes back into reception, yeah. and it's a foreign language film with subtitles, and he just stares at it, and much foreigners. <laughs> they got him, yeah. They always get him. Uh, the mom goes all John Wick in the kitchen. She takes out the, she's incredible. the majority of the initial gremlins, She's and I incredible. Kitty, so when I was watching it with Kitty last night, she uh, after she had killed most of them, that's what Kitty yeah. said. So she killed the majority of the gremlins. We just got the one left, right? Right before they fell into the pool at the yeah. line. So what, yeah. what did you think? Like, was that like a like a shock to you? Was it fun? Because you had just thought, oh, there's no really, there's no more gremlins oh, left. Oh no, I remembered. Oh, you the remember? movie enough uh, to know that. Right. It's not like I've well, never watched it before. Why didn't you list that in the list of memories of the movie at the beginning of this podcast? I don't know what I'm going to remember at any given time. I understand that's how mine works. <laughs> Peter, are you ready to play the Mrs. Kintner game with the movie Gremlins? Oh, am I ever. How old is that guy who played the father? That's what I was trying to think. I'm going to guess. I know how these movies work. Wait, what's the Mrs. Kittner game? You don't listen to our podcast? Why would you? Yeah, I do, but it's usually on the background. In the movie Jaws, Mrs. Kittner, uh, the woman that plays Mrs. Kittner is about 46 years old. But she looks like she's 70. Yeah. So uh, this happened again in Reanimator. The 75-year-old looking doctor was 48 years old. So... It's very hard to place the ages of characters of actors in older movies. In the 80s. In the, in the 70s and 80s especially. So Pete, It's a weird time for TV. How old was Hoyt Axton when he played Rand in Gremlins? The father. You want to guess, Kitty? Because I got to guess. Uh, 50. My instinct is to go with 30, because I know how these games work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... Because I was thinking about it last night. Between... 30 and 45. He is 45 years old. Boom. Oh, I wasn't that far off. He is one year, less than one year away from being our age. Nail it. How old is Mrs. Futterman? 87. Mrs. Futterman. I'm going to say 40. She was 47 years old. (laughs) How old was Mrs. Deagle? 
A thousand. <laughs> Fifty. No, no, she's younger. I know she's younger. Oh, you've younger. caught the theme. Yeah. No, no, I was just thinking about it. Well, yeah, I have caught the theme, but I was thinking just how her face looks. She's going to be younger. She's going to be in her 40s. Pete, your guess is a thousand? Yeah, because it's right. 46 years old. A Mrs. Kittner. I'm better at this than you. How old is Billy's mother? Billy's, Billy's mother. mother. How old is Billy's mother in this movie? 35. 35? <laughs> well, her husband's 45. That's true. I'm going to go with between 30 and 60. She was the big 4-0. Four years younger than us. Yeah. That's why she could kill those gremlins and I can't get out of the car. That <laughs> was such a fun scene. In she blenders yeah, one. Microwave. The microwave microwave one. She stabs one. <laughs> and when she does, she's like, get out of my kitchen. And I'm like, if he's dead, he can't get out of your kitchen. That was my first thought. <laughs> and Dick Miller was 55 in this movie, even though he looks like he's 70. Oh, Dick Miller was yeah. the but he's, Mr. Futterman. Mr. Futterman was 55. Okay. So it held true in this movie. A lot of Mrs. Kittners in uh, Kingston Falls. It, it's a weird thing. Don't drink the water. Movies of that era. It might have been. Oh, I didn't write this down. Corey Feldman was 72. <laughs> That's not <so> right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's because then... People weren't dyeing their hair and getting procedures done all the time. Yeah, but they're, so. they just, I don't get procedures done. I don't dye my hair. I don't look as old as Hoyt Axton does in this movie, and he's he's eight months older than me. Oh, you don't think he <laughs> No, I know I don't. <laughs> I, I wish he does. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. just not. I wish I had that kind of confidence. People are like, oh, you look old. I'm like, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I hurt my back, and I think the only thing I did was be old. How are your pussy and crack doing? I don't remember. They're not any. good. He needs to go back to the doctor for that. Yeah. I always need to go back to the doctor. <laughs> no. The best scene in this movie is definitely the completely out of place moment when Kate tells the story of her father dying on Christmas. Oh my God, that was ridiculous. It's, I'm like, you guys are all about to die. I don't know why it's in there. It's not the first time she's morbid and weird. No, no, that, that's established early yes. on because she talks, oh, my family doesn't celebrate Christmas. That's her so. character trait. Not just that. It's when she's like, yeah, when other people are opening presents, some people are opening their wrists yes. as they're walking down a picturesque Christmas street. It's, well, that's why, you know, Billy's like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's when Billy's like, I got to ask her out. Yeah. Which no. he did, I yeah. think, the very he next did. scene. Yep. Yeah. I like that he would bring his dog. Like, there's so many things that were, I guess, specific to the 80s. Bringing your dog to the bank and having it sit underneath there. It wasn't allowed then either. Well, I remember it in a lot of... I was watching Benji, so Benji was allowed to go wherever he wanted. He was was hunted once. And speaking of extraneous characters, where was her mother? Okay, we have to explain to me what extraneous means, because I don't know words. Like extra characters that didn't really need a story that were there. Oh, her mother? Yeah. Mm, That's a good question. Not relevant to the plot. That is where she was. Yeah, but I mean, there were a char- lot of people that weren't relevant to the plot. Yeah, even characters that are, aren't relevant to the plot are all over this movie, and then we just don't see them again. I was surprised yeah. we got back to the Futtermans, to be honest with you. <laughs> Futtermans. Movie theater, watching Snow White. Gremlins love the movies. We learned that in two also. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like the, I don't want to spoil too much. Oh, you've seen two enough. But when they, they pay back the Phoebe Cade story. To yeah. the, they play it for a punchline in part mm. two. It's don't the, remember that. Oh, it's the right. thing that taught me what comedy really was. Was, uh, was, was, was the second time they did it. Okay. Billy commits genocide at the movie theater. He does. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. 
I'm sorry that I called you a species, Kitty, because like, <laughs> that is the bar. Well, he's his mother's son. He's just <laughs> murdering gremlins everywhere. The two most adept gremlin murderers in the world. They're very lucky that they both live in that town. Again, a brand new species, hitheretofore unseen by anyone else, and they murdered every one of them. Yes. Hitheretofore. That's right. Um. What was that? Oh, the bar scene was great, and the gremlins playing cards, and then there is a, a female gremlin, and that's in Gremlins too. But well, there's only one female gremlin. I think that one was cross-dressing. I think it was well, cross-dressing. No, well, that obvious. Was, that was my take on it. it. Well, in this one, too. But, but like, it, No, no. In like, Gremlins 2, it is a female gremlin. I'm thinking this one, it was a male gremlin who was uh, cross-dressing. Yeah. But it was just interesting to me. I'm like, why? Flasher gremlin? Yeah, but the gremlins shouldn't even actually have, like, they're not, they shouldn't be gendered, right? Oh, this is a hot button topic that I don't think we're going to get into on this show. Okay. Well, you don't need to know I'm, that. How gender. a gremlin identifies is their own choice. No, no, no. Well, yeah, no, that is their own choice, but it is by observation then, right? Because they, they reproduce by getting water splashed on them. Right, everything they do is a parody of us. Yeah. There was the Flashdance Gremlin. Yeah. There yes. was, they just suck in pop culture and mm-hmm. then laughingly parody it while they murder everyone in town. And laugh and laugh and laugh. Yes. They're great characters. Did you guys listen to the very end of the movie? There's a, a pre-Marvel ending to it, and it's the Gremlins laughing. Nice. Uh, one thing about that bar scene, because it is one of the best scenes of the movie, Kate's trying to serve them. I it's, I've laughed at that <laughs> since I was a child. Like They're not going to pay you. <laughs> well, no, but like she also doesn't want to die because there's eighty five thousand gremlins in her I get back. it. No, no, Kitty's right. No, I get yeah. it, but it's her just funny watching her is trying. Not to, dying. It's funny to watch her trying to keep up with the the customers. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. Trying to light their cigars or the cigarettes was that was great. Futile. And he just yeah. fell over because he couldn't of fire. handle. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't like light. No, no. that. We're going to jump in the way back machine to when, prior to the kitchen scene, when Billy's mom was uh, first listening to them upstairs. Who? Billy's mother. There you go. Kitty pointed out to me that it was pretty much broad daylight when we started in that scene, and the gremlins were still running around the house okay. And then by the time she walked into the, what was it, the living room, it was full on pitch black. Oh, they, yeah. the gremlins run around the fully lit kitchen too. Yeah, they they're all uh, over the place. They don't seem to mind the bright light before. as much until they do. Maybe it's the type of light, so either direct sunlight or um, flash from like a camera that bugs them. Yeah, I think that they just and didn't fire. think about it when they filmed it. Yeah, because <laughs> that kitchen was well lit, and they're running around like mad. And it comes out of the Christmas tree because it's a Christmas movie. Of course, mm-hmm. this is full on a Christmas. Hundred percent. This isn't a Die Hard. Is it Christmas? Is it not? Die Hard is a hundred percent Christmas movie. But this is also a hundred percent a Christmas movie. Right. I don't disagree. I haven't been watching it on Christmas, though. I think we should make that a tradition, Kitty. I don't know if Fred can handle it. Well, I didn't say I don't, Fred doesn't watch Die Hard with us. I think she is. Really? Probably. Good for her. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> you were there? My, my daughter? <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember John McLean was there. <laughs> yep. Holly yeah. was there. Hans Gruber was there. For a, a, a second. <laughs> for a while. For a time. For about 60 stories. I 60 love that. second floors. They didn't tell him that he was actually going to be falling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they so his reaction him. is actually that it's a true reaction of him being terrified of dying. I like the symbolism of detaching the handcuff that is his, his wife's watch from work to release her from the bonds of work and get her back into the kitchen where John McLean wanted her. That's how that movie ends. See? That's that. that this is the Die Hard podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's I the just, kind of information I don't pick up. Yeah, that I didn't. Oh, you didn't pick, pick up the watch up. thing? No, I didn't. I didn't follow that. He, he doesn't want her working there anymore, and he literally detaches her from the symbol of her job to save See, her and I bring mean, the family back together. Well, he should have just moved and been a cop in California. Yeah, he could have been Beverly Hills cop. He could have yes. gotten there first. He could have hung out with uh, the dad from uh, oh, crap. Family Matters. Yes. Lord Jesus. I didn't see the watch thing because I was watching the thing that was the movie. Hold for laughter. Do you have a laugh track on there? <laughs> no. That <laughs> yeah, is a laugh track, right? Brings out your laugh. So, like, that right there, I remember that. That makes the movie stick in my head. Does a, the soundtrack for Gremlins. Oh, absolutely. It's great. And But does that make the longevity of a movie last? Like, I'm trying to think of the other horror movies or any movie that has, like, a, a, like a John Williams score or something. Like, the yep. music. The Jaws theme. Yep, Jaws. Yeah. The Exorcist tubular bells. The Psycho theme has been ripped off for 50 years or 60 years. Well, what's the, the, like, Friday the 13th? Oh, the ch 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. those kinds of things. It's music too. Oh, even the Freddy has the piano. Do, 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 do. You know, I can't do it, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm right there. I yeah. know exactly. Yeah. Where yeah. They all, they all. <laughs> no, uh, the Omen had it too. The Jerry yeah. Goldsmith who did this did that, and this this has that e. ragtime almost, doesn't it? Kind of ragtimey the the theme at times. Yeah. It is a yeah, it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. The music in here is really fun. A lot of Christmas songs, and then a lot of joyous Just, Gremlins music. Right. I think uh, I wrote down. <laughs> oh my god! When they come to the door. And they're caroling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that she says, oh, no, they've come for me. She knows yeah. how evil she is. She's actively, like, she knows it's her time. The demons are here. I'm going to hell. That kind of makes her character she worse. She was horrible. Yeah. It makes her character worse. She, would, like, just comes in and is like, I'm going to murder your dog. Like, why? That's the thing. When she said that, I'm like, is this a line just straight from, I'll get your, my pretty and my little dog, too? <laughs> That's the Wicked Witch, who has played the same character in... Kansas, she's playing. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Elmira Gulch. Who, who hates? I don't know why I know dog. that, but I think it's Elmira yeah. Gulch. Is the name of the thing. yeah? And she's going to get the dog, and then she does get the dog, and then Toto hops out of the basket because Toto's smarter than than Mrs. Gulch is, <laughs> just like Barney. Although to be fair, she says your dog is a menace, and I'm going to have him put down. To which the dog then jumps up and attacks her. That's she's right. Are you gonna well, let he's someone only talk? menacing certain people? Well, I'm not saying ones. his judgment is wrong, I'm just saying that if a dog does that, that's usually how that does end. Yes, if that trial ever came before me, you think it's a trial? Judge, I would let that dog go. Explain Wait. to me, explain to me how you think it goes is, when a dog attacks somebody. What, 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 what steps follow? Is the okay in your head right now, you're a human judge. Is the jury Judge then... Judge Reinhold, please. Oh, the yeah, jury's sure. cats. He got a bad draw. <laughs> or is it half dog, half human? That's a werewolf. Is, <laughs> it is a werewolf. Is the defense a dog or a human? I just have a lot of questions for your... We're getting off track. Well, I, know, I, know, yeah. I was all ready to try that case. Well, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Well, no, the judge is a kangaroo because it's a kangaroo court. But um, bum, bum. I like that one. Wow. I don't need to hold for laughter. Hold for laughter. Yeah. Solid. Because animals. Because animals. During the bar scene, I don't know if you saw it, Kitty, or you, when the he was at the tap drinking, and then his fat little stomach just fills up with beer. Why didn't he multiply into several more gremlins? From the oh, inside out? Yeah. I didn't oh, think about that. He would explode. 
Why they'd be popping off inside maybe his they stomach. Did, I guess, yeah. yeah, we didn't see, right? Maybe that's why his stomach swelled. But it was a really great piece of, uh, like, puppetry. Yeah, but now I'm just concerned. I didn't think about the implications involved with every second they were drinking beer and spilling it on each other. That is a liquid. Yeah. Well, did he say water or I guess liquid? maybe it's he just, just said, specifically just water, yeah. I guess. But they said, don't let him get wet. Man, I wish I had listened to Well, the father also said, thing. don't even give him water to drink. But does he know to give him other things to drink? Is it okay for a gremlin to have beer? I just assume. I guess it must be. Guys, let us know in the comments below. The uh, <laughs> There's a commercial where he's, a recent commercial where, where Billy's back with uh, Gizmo and he's drinking Mountain Dew. So I guess Mountain Dew is now is good enough too. Recent commercial? Yeah. There's a commercial that came out in the last year. So maybe there's a, a sugar content thing. Yeah, maybe. Why are we doing gremlin stuff in whatever year this is? Why would Why are we? we doing gremlin stuff in whatever year this is? All right, I know why we are, because we really like it, but who's... who's Bringing him as an advertiser. He's got the new cartoon TV show on Max. I do. That's a new one, The Secrets of the Mogwai? Yes. Yeah, it's like a two years old. No, it's. I think it's not even done airing this season, the first I season. I thought that was really? from 1986, a couple of years after. In before part two. I almost said it's 2014, two. so just now. When no, you asked what year it is. It debuted weeks ago, and it's not even over yet, I don't think. Wow. It probably is yeah. when this comes No, this goes out tomorrow, so it probably isn't over. Is it supposed to be any good? I haven't heard. Clearly. I don't know. All right. Hmm. No Gremlins fan, you. I'm a fan of Gremlins. Not Mogwai. Gremlins Maybe. Secrets of the Mogwai. They, they kind of remind me of Ewoks. Maybe they'll answer some of these questions. Like, is, I guess they could. Yeah. Like, can Mogwai... they drink Mountain Dew and beer? They're gonna, they're gonna, it's, a, it's a period piece that's set before Gremlins, and they're going to answer if he can drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love it. Now, I believe that the, the one thing I've seen about the show is that he's called Gizmo on it, which makes no sense because he's named Gizmo by, by uh, Rand in this movie. So I'm already, that's why I haven't watched it, because I'm already upset with the timeline. Maybe do, it was his name, and he just popped it into What a guess. Head. How do we know it's not Gizmo? I guess that's true. Because he just comes home, and he says, I've been calling him Gizmo. Yeah, so whatever drive he was on with the thing, it, it could have been saying Gizmo I guess the he could have, time. but. It's like a Yoda thing. He's 8,000 years old. Yeah, who knows how old he is? He right. definitely looks like a Yoda. <laughs> He's got that vibe going. He's short. Like the, ears. Said, the ears. I thought it was more of an Ewok thing, which makes me think that maybe a, a Mogwai is an Ewok, but like a baby one. It's a cross between, uh, it's a new species. Right. But again, let's kill them all. It's a Furby. I, I, and again, it might be a Furby. They actually did a good job cleaning up the town because the only thing that survives is Gizmo. Uh, Hitler should take notes. They didn't even leave the, you know, like the, the tease at the end. That's like, oh, there's still a, a hatching over here, something like that. Nope, they got them all. They all, they all had to see Snow White, except for Stripe, who needed better candy. Yes, it's the only reason he wasn't there. <laughs> well, I was wondering when the the gremlin from the high school or this grade school ever joined the rest of it, because you didn't really see that one that well, and I was wondering if it ever. Joined up with the rest of the... I guess you have to assume it did, because it cleaned up the town. Well, Snow White. Yeah. It, it seems that like that Snow was White. the draw. And they were singing along. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. Hi -ho. Frank Welker's back. <laughs> no, I think that movie... <laughs> that movie did a really, really good job of drawing in a... Like, a being child-friendly and making it accessible to children, but also working for adults, unlike, say, like, The Phantom Menace... It was that one was so pandering to kids. You shit on Star Wars now? I am a little bit. Oh, I love it. I am a little bit because I'm mad at the Phantom Menace. But kids love it. But that panders too hard to the kids. Whereas Gremlins, everyone loves it. As a 
Kitty and I remember, you remember all those scenes like Gizmo riding the car, all the fun ones. So kudos to this movie. Yeah, the finale t- takes place in a uh, department store, which gives them opportunity to have every kind of thing at their disposal, throwing saw blades. And Billy gets his, he's a great, the great gremlin murderer gets his ass beat by one gremlin. Well, the stripe is pretty tough. Yeah. He, well, he says two times, that's stripe. He's their leader. Stripe yeah. was a bastard right out of the gate. Well, all the gremlins were kind of jerks. Is no, that... he was definitely an asshole immediately. Yes. He's the one that bit Pete. Yeah, yeah. But the other ones were kind of dicks, pushing, you know, yeah. Gizmo. Is that, do you think that they all come out, like the second generation is always just a little bit wrong, and that's the problem with them? Or just something wrong with Gizmo, and he's got idiot children? Sounds like something that's answered in Gremlin's Secrets of the Mogwai. Uh, <laughs> that, that one does sound like it's going to get covered. Yeah. I mean, that's... it's clear from what the Asian guy says that they're not, or the kid says, that they aren't supposed to touch water right they aren't so like you wouldn't want more gremlins to happen so it's happened before and it was bad result you don't know not to have water on them unless you've had water on them before (laughs) this all of us but that means that he can't be the only one of his kind either because they know the sunlight thing for a reason sounds like that's answered in secrets of the mogwai but we really should have watched that (laughs) it's not over yet how's it it, and it's not on me to watch it i i thought it just came was coming out now you guys thought it was out for at least a decade. I'm not Googling this. Maybe 20 years. It's Maybe been 20 a while. I looked up the Nick Cage movie. He's an ex-Navy SEAL in that Red something movie. Oh, Red Rock West? Yeah. Nicholas Cage update. I'm going to call those Nicknack News. <laughs> I love it. Anytime you want to just say something about Nicholas Cage. All Nick, all Cage. That's the NCNN. Yep. That's if you ever do an episode. Yep. That's solely Nicolas Cage. Well, that's always happening in my head. One of my favorite moments was when Stripe is attacking Billy with a chainsaw, and then he just kind of pushes him off, but the chainsaw's still running. Oh. So it hits the floor <laughs> and just drags him away. <laughs> I like that one. Why he doesn't let go of the chainsaw. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> the cannonball into the pool as he's got his nose plugged. And he <laughs> yes. <sits to> yes. <laughs> They have real good personalities. They, they they are performers, every single yeah. one of them. They take such glee in what they do. When he shorts out the spot, the, the traffic lights, when he's just sitting there in the box, touching them, and he's got that little look of like, ah, He's I an electrician, because he also messed with the what's-her-face's chair. He's the That's best right. boy. He's the- well, that, you can get to your best boy stuff. There's, so I looked this up what a best Pete's boy actually is. This is where Pete's learned everything he knows about his job. Well, I looked at what a best boy actually is. The it's, gremlins. It's the reason we get two sometimes is that the best boy is are the assistant to either the gaffer, which I guess is an electrician. That is Jim Gaffigan's cousin. Yep. So you're a gaffer. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you, <laughs> I you guess go I into the microphone. Be. Sorry, I had to stop and think for a moment. <laughs> he's, he's either assistant to the gaffer or the grip. So that's why this time we have we have two. We have the electrical best boy and the grip best boy so they had two best boys and it makes sense that their assistance to the gaffers and etc because the grip and the gaffer were also listed yes with the yeah. best boys so usually in movies though there's just there, there might just be the one so he's got to do both jobs now there now, can't be two best boys pete i i hate to be the one to tell you this but i don't know where you're getting your information from that is not that is that's not even close to what an electrical best boy and a grip best boy is okay electrical best boy is the electrician and the grip best boy is the guy who won all the uh arm wrestling contests in uh over the top 
No, on any set. That's the thing that happens on movie sets. There's arm wrestling competitions throughout the shoot. And more importantly, there cannot be two best boys. Like Highlander, there can be only one. So we have to choose the best boy of 1984. All of 1984? Yes. I'm going to go. Kitty, what do we do? Is what were their no, names? No, no, we're choosing between the two. Uh, I'm what going were their off. names? The electrical best boy was Ron Kenyon, and the grip best boy was Robert Miller. Dude, they have the most boring names I ever. looked up their history, though, to see who is deserving. Robert Miller didn't do almost anything else. He did this, and then he had some other bit jobs that aren't even grip jobs. That aren't even best boy jobs. They he's weren't a, grip jobs? He doesn't even... <laughs> you know what? No, I take in that fact, I think they weren't. Because even though he's the grip best boy here, I think they weren't. That. He's just like a sorted crew. The electrical best boy, though, has, has been an actual best boy in 1988's Oscar-winning best picture, Rain Man. But that kind of makes him the best boy of 88, not 84. And the other guy has nothing else going on. I'm sorry. I changed my mind. What the grip best... I got some new information I looked up while you were talking. The grip best boy is the best hand jobs on set. So that's how he got his name or his award. Well, I'm ready to vote. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know about anybody else. But uh, is it the grip? <laughs> is it the grip best boy? In light Robert some, Miller. In light of some new information that's come to my attention, I'm ready to vote. I'm voting for Robert Miller. Congratulations, Robert Miller. Best boy of 1984. Best grip. You know, there was also a boom man on this, this set. I think there's always a boom man. Mm. I've never seen somebody listed as the boom man. I noticed that too, and I thought the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's I just a boom mic operator. No, yeah, that's not a boom mic. It's just a boom mic. No, he's the boom man. <laughs> yeah, he's I'd the like boom man. I like to think I... he just pops into the scene and goes, boom. Maybe explosions? <laughs> I don't know. This guy sounds fun. Unfortunately for the, uh, the the people of Kingston Falls, but I guess it works out for them, The the there's a giant fountain in the department store. That reminds me of Kmart. I, I was going to say, it seems weird, but then you think back to your childhood those the big department stores they had everything well even in the including galleria, yeah remember they had the water the looney tunes waterfall yep the galleria mall a mall yes. setting yeah 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 so that's right but that was in the lawn and garden se- section so it made sense yes because that department store has everything including mm-hmm. better candy which is why stripe survives as long as he does yeah that's right at the entrance you get the candy yep. I got nothing. I like that yeah. you both looked at me. I'm just nodding along. I remember audio medium. And what, I like happened was, nod. what happened was we had both said something, so we waited to see if you wanted to say anything. I was just listening. It was a good conversation. I totally checked out of par- a big part of the best boy conversation. Boom man. Good but job. We know who the boom man of 1984 was, although we didn't write it down. No, he's just the boom man. I like to think that it's just an identity, a superhero kind of yes, situation. Yes, boom man. That's where I'm going with that. <laughs> I wish you could have all seen it. He got excited. He was going to say something. And he then he looked his at his mouth, notes. Then dropped his head down really fast. And he's like, don't look at me anymore. I've got nothing. <laughs> I, I, I remembered. And then I completely forgot. Because you both looked at me all expectantly. And I didn't know what to do with myself. Because you went, you went like this. <gasps> I like, popped my head up and slammed it back down. I got gotcha. you. In the room. I saw a poster for the Twilight Zone movie, which was another Joe Dante movie. Yeah, he does a scene, he does a segment in that. Uh, they also were watching on the TV. They were watching the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. So that they can do the famous part where he says, "You're next. You're next." Oh, that's where that was from. Which is reused in Scream Six when the psychiatrist is uh, watching it right before he dies, and the guy's yelling at him, "You're next. You're next." No, I never watched Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but didn't they have people in those weird lumpy? Um, 
egg shaped. Thing. I think so. Yeah. So pods, like yeah. it also was a call it's also, to. Yeah, it's also a movie about metamorphosis. Yes. Yep. Franz Kafka. And the pupils. Franz. That's right. There you go. You got it. This is me just saying George Orwell three times. <laughs> does he appear after that? He does. He does. He's in a very Beetlejuice situation going on. He comes in and tells us how, how horrible society is. <laughs> if I remember my history or okay. the present. No. Yes. I don't believe that you do. I, I've heard about your understanding of history. If you look in a mirror and say George Orwell three times. Yeah, everybody tried that tonight. He'd be a busy guy. <laughs> he can't get us all if we all do it. <laughs> well, we're in the same house. What, was it just for cheap thrills that people would summon anyone in the mirror? Well, it was Bloody Mary when I was a kid, and then yeah. Candyman took it. But Candyman makes you do it five times. I don't do anything five times. Three's about <laughs> my limit. Beetlejuice was three. That's the amount. What did you think of the movie, Kitty? Beetlejuice is coming back, you know, uh, but not until yeah. I say it two more times. <laughs> <laughs> What? You already asked me. No, I mean, overall, no. I asked you that. I thought the beginning was really slow. What? It took a long time. You get the movie bank is... stuff? <laughs> you get... Right. Possibly because, like, everything that's random but non-eventful. Uh, Uneventful? Happened. You get 20 minutes where you're pretty sure Judge Reinhold's going to be a major character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> followed by Corey Feldman, who also is not a major character in this movie. Well, that, you, yeah. you and then a teacher, who is not a major character in this movie. Well, that was all first act characters, and the second act was all completely different people. <laughs> I, I said this movie was written by Chris Columbus. Was this also, was the first half written by someone else? Because it, does, it takes completely different characters into account. See? Yes. It must have been. No, you're not wrong. You're not right. I don't. I don't. I love the. I think the music is what keeps it going for me, where I'm just into the whole. Plus, Kingston Falls just looks so. I don't know, picturesque or whatever you want to say. I love the, the way the movie looks and the way the movie sounds. So I'm fine with it. But I did notice that last night. I'm like, all of these scenes have nothing to do with anything that's going to happen in this movie. Right. Because uh, even Mrs. Deagle doesn't come back for the dog. It's like, yeah. it does, none of this pays off. It's a she, bunch of setups that get then just, well, maybe that's the point. Here's small town life completely disrupted to the point where we don't even see the payoffs to it. That's true. Maybe I'm giving it too wait, much credit. I was waiting for the guy at the bank that she kept cutting to, like, fuck her up because she was so rude. But um, No, it's the gremlin's job. You get yours. And that's- <laughs> Look, for example, the payoff to the story of the woman who's begging Mrs. Deagle to give her a break because her family can't eat on Christmas that's is... That's one problem. Yes, you're starving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, and I guess, actually, her problem gets solved. Her problem solved. She yeah. has at least another month before no, she has to worry yeah, about Yeah, exactly. Mrs. Deagle's dead. <laughs> yeah. That was a hell of a death. <laughs> it, it was. I wish it had been like worse things had happened to her aside from her freaking out and then flying out of a. <laughs> that fly out the window is hilarious. And then you just it see is. her slippers. It's a great stunt. <laughs> that one. They take it all the way to the ground too. They go all the way to the thump and they cut away right at the thump. Oh, and they show her. Yeah, they, they show her. Over the yeah. Top. Yep. Um. Yeah. But then as soon as you know things start happening, it's really. It's a good movie. It's a lot of fun. Where does it sit in the rankings? Because I'm trying to, like that death scene, for instance, is that an iconic death scene? Mrs. Mrs. Deagle? Yeah. Shooting up the stairs. That stuck out to me. I remember that as a kid. Yeah. It's like the um, Johnny Depp getting sucked into the bed, you know, things like that. Oh. Like, is this one of those scenes that is known? Is Gremlin seen as a horror movie, really? Is this a poltergeist thing? No, it, it is very much a poltergeist thing. It's not high enough. It it's seen as I think it's is like accepted as comedy horror, but it never makes the lists of uh, those. I don't think it's seen by people when they're making those lists like that. 
Like I told you. Possibly because it's so PG-13. Yeah, I think that might be it. Like they're just, you know, we it's not it's not a it's horror comedy, obviously, but I think they just go for like the horror deaths, like the violent, bloody stuff, like you know, okay. being sucked into a bed and blood everywhere. It's a bloodless movie. Aside from the gremlin blood. And, and it's guys. done for fun. Well, and the people getting scratched. Because I love the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> the scratches. Right, right, right. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to figure out where it fits into the you know, context, I guess, as a whole. It fits in right before Gremlins 2, the new batch. <laughs> so do you, I think it would fall on a scale with, like, Monster Squad, right? Yeah. If you were to make one of those scales. Yeah, it's a, a gateway horror, horror movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gateway horror movie that younger people that are interested in horror can watch before they watch. That's a really good gateway horror movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. That's those what it got monsters are, yeah. yeah. And like Tremors, even. I would put it in there with that. Monster movies, I think, are a general safe way to get someone into horror. Because Sam, our kid, likes, in case you didn't remember, who our kid oh, no. is, what does he like? He likes the, Godzilla and King before? Kong. And That's what he likes. Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, but it's the monsters. That's yeah. what he... he is drawn to. And I guess zombies are sort of a monster, as long as you go for the non-violent ones if your child's too young. And gremlins are a monster. All right. So you know what? I think I think monsters are a good gateway. Monsters are a good gateway. That's a, the, Monsters are the gateway drug. And all I have is, with you guys, keep seeing gateway is gateway drugs. <laughs> That's like all I could think That's of. What I was kept going saying for. the same word. <laughs> no, Mr. Wing comes back. And says, yeah, you weren't ready for this. And then he finds that the Mogwai, their uh, gizmo, has bonded with Billy. And he's like, maybe one day. What? In what world is anything that transpired told them that maybe one day he could handle hanging with them? I think because the Mogwai had a, had a bond. And this guy, this old guy knows he's only got so long. And clearly his grandkid is not up to snuff because he's selling it the first chance he gets. No, his grandkid cannot be allowed. <laughs> his grandkid has a good grasp of reality. Because he's like, we need the money. Like, clearly, they're not doing that well. At what cost? If, well, true. No, no. Like, that's fair. But there's a lot of other stuff that he can go out and sell. Yeah. I like that he threw the $200 back on the couch, too. He was like, pa. What you <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have kept it. So disdainful. Yeah. Uh, yep. Well, we'll see Mr. Wing again briefly. In part two. Yeah. Now I remember. So he's kind of right. He didn't last forever, and Billy does end up with him. He wasn't right. You're the one who presented that, and now you're saying it's you right. You presented that. No, no. The, oh, he presented yeah. it. Yeah, okay. So we're saying I'm right. No. I'm all right with that. Well, uh, well, I don't know if you've seen Gremlins 2, Pete, but uh, Billy was not prepared to handle oh, he was totally having a Mogwai again. They contained it to one building this time. It wasn't a whole town. That's true, but That's, it's a big building. Yeah, but it's, a town is a little bit bigger. Was Kingston Falls bigger than... I bet there was less people in Kingston Falls than there was in that building. Just spread out more, huh? Yeah. I see what you're saying. That is a New York skyscraper in, what, 1980-something? 1990. 1990? That's when Gremlins 2 came out? Yeah, so it's stuffed full of people. It's chock full of people. Probably beyond capacity. Stuffed full of people, chock full of people. Like sardines in a can in that building. Of people. Of people. Okay. Moving on. ship of fools. <laughs> Any other thoughts on gremlins? It's a turn up for a book. But turn that'll up? turn up in a book. Turn up for what? Will <laughs> John? Yeah. Okay. Nope, oh, that boy. was gremlin way of saying it. <laughs> boy, I, Frank Welker just pop in and all. Is he hiding somewhere down here? He's really good at throwing his voice, too. You don't know that. Yeah. He records most of Scooby-Doo from his living room. 
<laughs> That's how I do most of my stalking of people from my living room. <laughs> I just sit there and I wonder what that person's doing right now. Nick Cage, probably something fun. What do you think Judge yeah. Reinhold's character is doing today? 40 years on. Is he running that bank? He I think is. he made manager. Yeah. Well, he said he'd make it by 25. two years. Yeah. I think he's a dog judge. That's what I want to do one into animal court. That was the, <laughs> that was the obvious judge of animal court. Yeah, you never explained to me how the trial goes when a dog attacks somebody. That uh... <laughs> Well, I assume the lady wants to press charges because yeah. you don't want a dog. You know, so she has to hire a lawyer, and she hires the cat? I don't know. Possibly. Am I making it too silly for you? No, I'm not sure. Sometimes it's human lawyers. You can bring whoever you want I, to this. I think we should call Judge Reinhold and find out. But everyone gets his day in court. Every dog gets his day. Every dog has his day. <laughs> yeah. So that's what that saying means. That's exactly what that means. And then I would, again, side with the dog. Case dismissed. But we just decided Not Judge Reinhold's deciding, and he seems like a mean guy that doesn't want that dog around. Play back the tape. I'm Judge Reinhold. I think I demanded to be called that at the beginning. In fact, I know I demanded to. I don't think I know. These are the things I know. I know, I know. These are the things I know. She knows it, too, apparently. Frank Welker can sing. <laughs> I did not sing that in the Frank Welker voice. Frank Welker can do any voice. All right. I have... I have run out of notes, except the name of that Gremlin song is Mega Madness. That's cool. Mm. And it, it fits that song very well. Were your only notes, if I'm following along, about the best boy? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that was a loud laugh. Sorry, guys. Oh, hey, I wrote this down. Ready? Toothpaste is good for prison. It provides cavity protection. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Stop laughing. Because the cavity it's not funny. is the butthole. I, I know, but it's still not funny. I thought of that when I was brushing my teeth because I was reading the toothpaste. I can't believe you give that one away for free. It's on my gremlin's nose. <laughs> Why? Oh, because the dad always has the thing squirting toothpaste at him. Maybe. his Almost every one of his inventions is kind of cool if it worked. But the, the bathroom buddy was ginormous. It was too big. Unless you consider that, like, that's all you have to take then instead of, like, packing all this stuff is just, like, throw that brick in your bag. I think it was pretty much true to size for the 1980s yeah. when you consider the size of cell phones at that time. It's not a walking around thing. It's a yeah. throw it in my carry-on and then have it when I get to the... Uh, right. The, yeah, so I think that's fine. But <clears throat> all of his little all of his little things, are like the, the, the egg cracker, the juicer... Yeah. Like, none of it works, but it's all like, this is pretty good. Apparently, it worked for a little while. Yeah, they all worked for a couple weeks. It worked for a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I I doubt that's true. I like the convention again with the time machine, the robot that was making a phone call behind him. There was a lot of stuff going on. So maybe his machines weren't quite that bad. This is one of the most supportive wives I've ever seen, wives I've ever seen in a movie. Or real life. Because they make it very clear from the beginning the father brings home no money. Yeah. That Billy is supporting this family. You know, I honestly forgot about that. that they made that clear. There is. They a, say that in the when he gets to the bank. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I remember now, but I I forgot then. I you remember now. Um, I just <laughs> want to go how back remembering to remembering works. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the standard way remembering goes. Going back to all those adventures or inventions. You remembered at some point, and now you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> With the inventions, it was always funny to see Billy before he tried to operate yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's so he's scared. Just like, <laughs> 
I like to when the juicer's going to go off on him, and he said he just like resigned to it, and just puts his face right in, it <laughs> so that it gets him as good as we can. There was a lot of that comedy mixed with a lot of destitute people who were just sad. Yeah, yeah Kingston Falls is it, not doing well. Some no. people open their wrists. <laughs> yeah, some people are opening their wrists. Uh, Mrs. Deagle seems to have like a, a chokehold on that town. So maybe they'll all be better off now because the gremlins came and murdered her. I kind of yeah. got that vibe from the yeah. movie. That like, one woman will be for sure. Yeah the, yeah, the gremlins were almost liberators from the technology that is running our lives and making it a corporate police state. She's the worst kind of evil person because she's witty. Because when the woman's like, come on, it's Christmas, and she just turns and makes sure she turns all the way around to face her and goes, now you know what to ask for. Like, fuck, man. I can't take being beaten down by you and being outwitted. <laughs> there was the guy at the beginning when she's walking to the bank at the very the very first introduction of her. And whatever he says to her, she responds, she goes, ooh. She was so mean to him. <laughs> that was that Frank Walker tell <laughs> He was the guy with the mail, too, right? I he think, was trying to put things in the letterbox. I think it was the reverend or the priest or whatever. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was just confused by uh, it. He was like, huh. Yeah, so Mrs. Deagle was the big evil, but then the big, bigger evil came and took her out. I don't think they were the bigger evil. I think they were liberators. They were liberators. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were massacred by the Pelzer family. <laughs> who, who are lackeys for the, the corpse for big business. How about that effect where they hung the dog up? It was so clearly a, a stuffed animal that it's a different breed of dog <laughs> between pulling it off and it licking his face. See, no, I didn't even notice that. It looks good. <laughs> the, the wine shot looks good, but it's when he's pulling it down, like unhooking yeah, yeah. him, that it's just clearly a stuffed animal to the point where you look at his face and then the next shot, he's like not, they wet, they kind of made him wet because it's supposed to be outside. The dog's just dry licking his face and I'm like, it's not even the same breed of dog. <laughs> I thought... Uh, when they were in the department store with these stuffed animals, yeah. I swear to God that his head was there and you were just meant to notice it in the That's background. what I thought. Yeah. I That's s- not what happened. I no, know. No. See, I remember that, It's a that Mandela too. effect, yeah. Thing, yeah, right? It is. All right, so it's not just because I swear. No, it was panning over. I was like, oh, this is the part where his face is just going to be there. And so what wasn't. movie is it from then? E.T. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen E.T. in E.T. forever. Yeah. I haven't either. But, um, and from like every movie since, I guess. Because it is a missed opportunity. Because it's it's always great. At at the end too, when they're taking Gizmo's temperature, <laughs> that made no sense. Because I don't. They don't know what his temperature is right, supposed to run. I don't at. know what his normal body temperature is supposed to be. That's the so, first time I've ever thought of that. <laughs> I've never thought of that in they, my life. The entire movie, they give zero interest at all in what this thing is. Like, oh, we better see what temperature it's at. <laughs> right. I've never thought of that before. They have nothing to compare it to. <laughs> like, I guess he's okay. <laughs> well, it's a gizmo. Yes. Nope. Gizmo jump. All right. All right. I think I'm about out. That right. was my my really fun time watching Gremlins. It was a with lot Kitty. of fun. Yeah, I think we could probably talk about bits and pieces of this movie for all the fun little bits that happened. Everything in the yeah. bar scene. Anytime yeah. the Gremlins are on, on scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to talk more about how they liberated Kingston Falls. <laughs> they hey, they attack they attack the horrible woman. They attack the racist guy who's they, clearly not treating his wife well, Mrs. Futterman. Uh, they they attack they they don't attack Judge Reinhold though. No, well they might. They, they are in the bank. You see him briefly in the bank when when he, reacting to all the, the chaos. But like I needed a scene where they like tie him to a railroad track or something. But they 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 took down the electronics. So any cameras? They took out the police and they just wanted to they watch Snow out. White. 
That's all they wanted. Well, so they didn't take down all the electronics. Well, just oh, enough no, to keep them running. Oh no, it was real to real, right? So. They were they were in charge. Clearly, they knew what to do. So they they were here to free us from from big government. The constraints of society. They attack banks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's what they I'm saying. They attacked everything. Liberators. They didn't attack the movie theater. They didn't attack the bar. They were just partying. That's how I party in I'm movie gonna, theaters okay, and bars. Okay, well, they, they trashed everything. Well, yes, yeah, what are you going to do? They, they have bad manners. What are you going to do? Liberators can't be all spit and polish. And, and we didn't talk about this. Gizmo saves the day by setting the light in. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Yeah, he actually is the hero of the story. That's another... Yeah, Billy didn't do anything. He's also he got the, beat up. A lot and well. He's also the only Mogwai who, do, who knows, I don't want to eat after midnight. I don't want to screw up these rules. That's why I'm wondering yeah. if there's something wrong with the other, like the second yeah. generation of Mogwai. Well, they want to be gremlins. I think that's more interesting than them being like, you know... Fluffy. Dumber or something. I, I like that he's the one who's like, I know it comes. I don't want to end up a gremlin. They're all like, I can't wait to be a gremlin. Yeah. Yeah, but why, though? Why do they want, they can't wait to? Because they love chaos. Yeah, they love chaos. And he doesn't, though. What makes him different? His temperature? He said it was temperature. We'll never know, because I didn't no. see the results of that temperature. Yeah. And no one bothered to stick a thermometer in one of the other ones. Maybe because Mr. Wing raised him really well, whereas the other ones have, they, they just Corey pop Feldman out. Corey Feldman and Billy as their parents. They have Corey Feldman dads. and Billy. Yeah, my two there's dads. something inappropriate about it. I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but I know it's there. Is this where the sitcom My Two Dads came from? <laughs> I think I'm right. Yeah. You don't even have words. I'm right. Okay. I couldn't remember her name. I if I could remember, remember the actress's name, I was going to say that, that she played Gizmo. Stacy Keenan? Does that sound that's right? That's pretty good. If that's right. Stacy Keach. No, that's a guy. Mm. Mm. His name's Stacy. Yeah. Mm. I know his mom. <laughs> She's really got it going on. Which is a, which apes the uh, video for the part of uh, Fast Central Richmond High, starting with Judge Reinhold and uh, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, awesome. Nodding my yeah. head in agreement. Yeah. Zach Gilligan, good in it, but he's clearly just like a B movie actor. But this had some like good actors in it that he, just weren't. He's good. It's but, no, it just struck me. He looked like the Zach that we actually know. Yeah, a little bit. So. That is true. Who is also a puppeteer? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's he does. There was so up. many parts of this where I was like, Zach must love this movie. And so. his name is Zach. Right. Interesting. Wow. Mm. We cracked it. There's a lot of things. What's mm. Zach? How old is Zach? Is this a Keanu Reeves vampire immortal I, thing? He's probably like thirty now, at least. He, yeah, I think. That, I think he's older. I think since yeah, he's much older than that. Thirty. Two. Five. No, he's older than John. How old is my brother? 25. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. Nice. Kevin Tony Bacon. CTU. <laughs> Back in action. Paul <laughs> Rudd. Listening Immortal Hollywood stars? Yes. Keanu Reeves. Dick oh, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> is he dead? Yes. I'm pretty be... sure he died. I don't really care. I was really sad when I found out Wilford Brimley died, which was yeah. on one of the You're five. still carrying that with you after I... two weeks? That weight is up there, man. So, but Dick Clark, I, I, you know, I think he kind of assumed he died a long time ago, and probably kept trotting him out on New Year's to do that countdown thing. I haven't watched the New Year's in yeah. a long time. The last countdown that I remember, the final countdown. Yeah, the final countdown. He couldn't count down from ten anymore. I know what the source was. I just no, going. it's just his face. He still still can't stand uh, listening to the song. Fred has <laughs> discovered that song. I think I well, I played it for her because it was funny to me, and now she won't stop playing it. It takes like a minute and a half for this has been going on for a month. Yeah. I know. Oh, it's car rides are interminable. I, I hear mean, that. she plays the same 
five songs over and over and over again. So there's a lot of Taylor Swift in the mix. Oh, and Lady Gaga. I'm not. I'm complaining about the final countdown. That's true. That is true, to be fair. You named, you named some other artists and didn't say anything bad about that. Then yeah. you said the final countdown. Ugh. There's that, Queen lately because they know I like Queen. That is a list of what Latifah. goes on. Yeah. No. Freddie Mercury. I got nowhere to go with Queen Latifah. She was in Living Single. She, Wasn't she in some she other was, movie? She was in a movie with uh, Steve Martin, but I don't remember the name of the movie. Bringing uh, Down the House or something. I think that was it. <laughs> I guess I did remember that's how memory David Byrne. David Byrne. It's not making sense. 1984. <laughs> Coming out in theaters again. You made it back. You made it back. <laughs> Finally. Back in time. Oh, no, I'm gone again. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm like looking around for some how to exit. Okay. Let's say goodbye to everybody. Go watch Gremlins. If oh, you yeah. We didn't it. plug anything on next week's podcast. Next day. <laughs> I'm going to plug Zach, who did, uh, at one point, there's a video of him doing... Muppet voices, and he's a flight attendant, and you can look that on up. Southwest Air. On Southwest. It was. Um, it's 1984. We call them stewardesses. Mm. Boys can't be stewardesses. Boys stewardess. What? <laughs> what are these things you talk <laughs> of? He was a steward. Yes. Patrick Steward. Patrick Steward. What in his folly? Oh, oh! You two have Alaska. anything to plug? You don't have anything to plug. <laughs> Oh, I don't Hair. know. Ryan? We're on stuff. We're Hair. on stuff. If you're listening to this, you've already found it. Uh, <laughs> that's, Instagram, that's all you Facebook. Really need to know. That's really right. I feel Congratulations. Like not, I feel like not plugging the website because it's nothing like this. Like, so if you if you like this and you're like, oh, I'm going to check out that website, you're going to be woefully disappointed. Yeah, don't do that. And if you like the website, you're probably not going to like this. Yeah. So I don't know what Why to do. Why are you even listening now? You would never hear this part. So I don't know what to do. It's <laughs> You'd have turned it off already. Two different worlds. But anyway, for horror movie reviews, go to HorrorVirgin.com. For absolute nonsense, listen to this. HorrorVirgin.com, what is that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's a different... Oh, well... <laughs> ScareValue.com. This is a... I just accidentally plugged an entire other podcast. <laughs> Free plugs going on. Just, just remember when you hear this, I had the ability to edit that out and I didn't. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. No, because it's funny. But that's she meant it. She's like, if you want horror reviews, go to horrorvirgin.com. Which is not a thing. And if you like Or it might be dummies doing dumb dumb shit. (laughs) Listen to my husband and his stupid friend in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) Right here on ScareValuePodcast.com.org. End it here. We we run by the government. Gremlins.